0: This is Brian Landau, and you're listening to The Drip, a podcast about how to caffeinate your campaigns. Today, I'm joined by Jarrett Reinwald. Jarrett is the Director of Marketing for Meta Teletherapy, a mobile-first platform that connects college students with mental health therapists. And in this episode, we talk about building a marketplace and partnering with colleges to scale messaging. Hi, Jarrett. Hi, Brian. Jarrett Reinwald is the Director of Marketing for Meta Teletherapy. The majority of his career has been in copywriting and content creation within marketing departments. He most recently worked his way up from copywriter to director at Senate Corp, where he helped launch two startup brands, Ion Tuition and Meta Teletherapy. Jarrett, thanks again. Yeah, no problem. So we're gonna we're gonna focus on Meta for this conversation. It's a super interesting story. It's a super yep. interesting product. For those that aren't familiar with the product, can you share a little bit more about it?
1: Absolutely. So Metateletherapy we launched in 2019 officially, and it's um, a teletherapy platform for college students specifically. So we partner with colleges and universities to connect their students with licensed counselors in their state.
0: How did it come about? What was the inspiration behind this product? It seems super obvious today, given everything uh, that we know about mental health and, yeah. and online schooling and stuff like that. But 2019 feels like three decades ago. Yeah, it
1: does. And so Senate Corp specializes in higher education. So we were doing a lot of partnering with schools already in terms of financial service, student loan counseling, but the founders of Meta wanted to actually do something special for international students. At that time, um, there was like a mental health crisis. Uh, There was a lot of financial instability, food insecurity. There were legal issues that students were facing, and they thought we have to do something um, because even our school partners were like, you know, this is all really great, but we're having trouble reaching a certain population. And when they started developing the needs of the school, the needs of the students, we kind of fell into this mental health servicing idea. Really, there was already a mental health crisis among colleges. There was a lot of reports coming out about college presidents saying this is a concern of ours, our students are depressed. And there were a lot of disturbing like case studies. So it would be four out of five college students who committed suicide never talked to a counselor. And then we dove into that. Like, why didn't they talk to a counselor? Well, there were barriers, stigma. They didn't know they were available. They were away from their you know, support system from home. They were away at school. So developing medical came very, very naturally. We're solving a problem that a lot of colleges already had. Um, we already had a major university supporting us saying, as soon as this is ready, we will be your first pilot product. And we, we ran a pilot program at Kaiser University for almost a full year working out all the kinks. And then, then we were ready to launch um, in 2000 in like March of 2019.
0: Can you talk a little bit about the business model? If I understand it correctly, the schools pay you an annual subscription to market to the students, but the counselors on the app keep a hundred percent of the fees. It, it, it is a paid app. Is that, is that right? Like what are the nuances to how you might think about marketing it and monetizing the service?
1: Yeah. So, you know, some of the great, tech companies of the the modern era went and launched product without knowing how they're going to monetize it okay so we we knew there was a problem uh most important thing was we had to connect students to counselors we didn't want to charge the counselors to join the platform because we needed them like without counselors to talk to the students wouldn't be able to get their help so we knew from the start that we we can't make we can't monetize them but the service goes directly to the university. So there's a marketing play there. Like we're helping your students stay engaged. We're helping them stay in school. We're keeping them happy. Uh, colleges are going to, they're going to pay for that. So it, it helped on, on both ends because then they handed us a marketing list. Like, yes, we want you to help our students. We will pay you, please help them. And then, so that's it. So they pay an annual subscription. We authenticate the students to the, the the meta app and then whether or
0: not they want to pay for sessions that's something that they can work out afterwards really tactically like what's your pitch to counselors to join the app and then how how do students come to understand is it email marketing from the university how do they come to understand about the service
1: yeah so the first step is you know we we went state by state so the the we launched in Florida so we we bought a list from you know psychology today we just got a list of Of providers and and we really tactically we reached out one by one. We had a call center. We called them. We're like, hey, do you do teletherapy? And in 2019, it was like, no, people don't feel comfortable talking to each other over computers. Like it's it's not personal. It's awkward. I don't know if my equipment will work. And we're like, FaceTime was still sort of like it wasn't quite there. So we knew we were on. The beginning of something so we first we had to convince them like hey, this is hundred percent crystal clear uh your connection stays stays solid you know it, it since it, it works through an app if their internet fails you know they can pick up on their their cell phone network and we'll do a test on your equipment and we will we will help you through it if you need a camera we'll, we'll buy you a camera because we needed good providers so we did all of the the tech thing we said it was super easy and then really we were pitching to providers to be like hey you already have a practice, this is just gonna help it. Like what if um, you have a client who can't make it in? Why don't we, why don't we, we'll let you use Meta for your existing clients, okay? So then be like, hey, I, I can't, my car broke down. Can we do a teletherapy session? So we, we marketed that, like use your existing clients. And then we said, charge whatever you want. If this is something that you wanna do on the evenings and weekends, go for it. So we gave them flexibility, we gave them options. We said, there's no cost to, to join. Um, and then we'll help you through everything. And we had really excellent customer service. So the providers were on board and I think it, I think it worked out really nice. Yeah.
0: And then for the students, they're receiving emails from their wellness department at the university. Yeah. So every,
1: every college is a little bit different. Some of them have existing wellness centers that already marketed their students. Um, other of them, other schools work differently. Some of them do text marketing. Uh, but basically we get a list. I, I, uh, the Meta marketing department emails them on a weekly basis, uh, hitting the stress, anxiety, depression theme. Like, hey, are you stressed? Are you worried? Join Meta. It's free. And in the college, like we give them a whole suite of tools. So posters, uh, tabletop, uh, you know, the fold up things that they can put in cafeterias, um, digital ads, social media marketing, the entire uh, digital and physical Uh, marketing collateral is, is really important. And then we we listen to them. We'd be like, Hey, most students respond when we have this uh, student orientation, like that's the best time to get to them. So if you guys can come in, do a 15 minute pitch. So we'd send out a customer service rep, they would set up a table, be like, it's, it would be student orientation. You know, they're signing up for their, their clubs. They see the meta table. We'd be like, Hey, uh, you know, download the app. We'll give you a free back scratcher or something like that. So yeah, we, we pulled out all the steps.
0: The back scratcher always gets people. If right, you need to, if you need a top of funnel marketing play, the back scratcher gets them.
1: Yeah, well, you know, it, when they walk in, it's the itching powder that we throw on their necks, and then when they get to their table, then it's the back scratcher.
0: See, I, I've always wondered why I haven't had more success. i I forgot about the itching powder. It's good marketing to create the problem and then solve it. All right, so I, I want to like pause the conversation just mm-hmm. a little bit and return back to mental health, but. Sure. You know, marketing to college students is sort of a holy grail for many businesses. Mm -hmm. Are are there some lessons learned and just sort of how you connect to 18 to 22-year-olds on the internet?
1: Yeah, it's work with 18 to 22-year-olds to do do it. So um, we have a healthy summer intern program and we just listen to the students directly. So one of the things that, you know, you learn as somebody in their late 30s is like, hey, I didn't realize that college students were really involved on LinkedIn. So apparently- they know right away, especially as like they get into their sophomore, junior year, they would be like, hi, I have, to, I have to be on LinkedIn. So, you know, it's stuff like that where uh, when you listen to them directly, that responds. Um, student profiles, we had a student ambassador program. So there's a big social media push about influencers. So we would go to the schools and be like, hey, will you be an influencer? Uh, will you be our champion? Basically, just post about Meta uh, once a month on your Instagram account. And then they would do stuff like that. So, yeah, we, we go directly to this word. College students, they uh, consume a lot of information digitally, so they're used to it. We didn't really have to sell them so much on teletherapy as we did the providers. So they were more open to using their phone to, to get a service that that's, they prefer that. They like the fact that they can chat with a provider before making a phone call. You know, so that kind of stuff was already in play. Um, that we're marketing to their
0: phones, which they already love. We're recording this as the second week of July in 2021. Last week, there was this. Big initiative by the NCAA uh, around name image likeness, which enables college athletes now to do endorsements and, and get sponsors. And you can imagine a scenario where the star athlete at one of your college campuses is doing social media posts and they become an influencer. But you now have the quarterback or the goalie on the soccer team or whoever it is now saying, hey, listen, this is really important. Here's a resource for you.
1: Yeah. And, you know, um, talk space kind of already set the precedent with Michael Phelps and some of the other, uh, NBA players have been coming forward. So we really hit a, a great time to start marketing mental health because it, it, the pandemic really brought it out. It's now people are talking about it now. Oprah Winfrey is doing a story on it. So yeah, if we can get, I think, I think it's going to be easier to get those things. And then hopefully as time goes on, it won't be that shocking that your quarterback dealt with depression
0: hundred percent. So many colleges offer mental health resources already. There's counselors and there's chaplains, but online education continues to expand. So I'll get you out on this question. Mm-hmm. Looking into your crystal ball a little bit, what mental health themes will emerge with the continued migration from on-campus to online schooling? How do you think this will impact how you might think about your marketing and content creation moving forward? Without kids on campus, you can't throw the itching powder at them.
1: Yeah, right. Well, and Hopefully those, those online educations companies will continue to resonate with the same marketing messaging we're sending out. Like we want you want your students to stay engaged and, and happy and offering the service shows that you care about them. Um, I think even if you have a non-campus university, so like a, a 2U that just bought edX, so like this might be the future. Everybody might just download videos and, and do it remotely. Still offering that, mental health support when you don't have a physical campus, even though it's all digital, it it aligns perfectly with their business model already, that we're using the technology to reach people, still support your students, especially marketing mental health to the st- types of students that they already market to. So they're already interested in busy parents, people who don't have time. Uh, people with financial concerns, like this, it's the same market. So I I think we have a lot in common. And I think even if it goes fully online, we can still partner with these big higher ed institutions online. I think it'll still work. Jarrett, thanks for joining me today. I appreciate your wisdom. Yeah, I appreciate you having me, Brian. Thanks again.